You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Automation has been developing in society for centuries. In the early 15th century, the printing press was invented and literacy exploded. The Industrial Revolution in the 18th century moved society out of the farmlands into the cities and finding easier ways to transport. And in 1913, Henry Ford created the assembly line, putting machines to work and making humans into machines. We now exist in a modern era where we can ask Siri to order food for us or turn on the lights or get us a car and... There's certainly a very prevalent conversation being had right now about automation replacing us and the threats that it's putting on our humanity. And speaking of humanity, that brings us to today's movie, The Pod Generation, written and directed by Sophie Barthas, starring Amelia Clark and Chuejil Edgefor. In the not-too-distant future, amid a society madly in love with technology, tech giants Pegasus offers couples the opportunity to share their pregnancies via detachable artificial wombs or pods. So begins Rachel and Alvy's wild ride to parenthood in this brave new world. (laughs) Or it's a haunting black mirror meets her, courtesy of a Jeff Bezos type, but we'll find out. I am TCD Wood of the Screener Squad, and I am joined by Melina. Hello. And Jordan. Pod generation? I don't know what they're about. I'm a 30-something millennial queer. All I know is existential crises and back and knee pain. <laughs> what, this movie didn't give you one? <laughs> That's what we've automated within ourselves. <laughs> well, do either of you want to automate your review, or would you like to do this naturally? Well, what's naturally, TC? Uh, well, you know, when you when you try to define what a natural review is, yeah, I suppose that's the the conundrum being presented to us, and of yeah. this movie. So, yeah, this is this is a movie about a couple who exist in a society where you can get pregnant and output it. You can you can put your pregnancy in an egg that you carry around, and you're free of all the attachments and the back pains and the the morning sickness. It's and... the future white wasp ladies have always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, they're being catered to. <laughs> well, I jumped on this because it's science fiction and it looked like mirror science fiction. It, it's that not too distant future uh, society questioning our reality by showing us one that could be that looks a lot like what we have now it's why i like black mirror it's why i like uh, certain aspects of star trek it's science fiction that challenges you to consider the world as it is and as it could be so i was i was from the premise alone i was like yeah this this seems right up my alley plus i like amelia clark even though the biggest things she's ever done are her biggest failures she has a great independent movie career oh yeah and i love 
love Chuaj Lechfor, so anytime he pops up in something, I'm always happy to see him. But what about you two? What drew you to this? Uh, well, I looked at this and thought, worst case scenario, this could be like the longest, most boring episode of Black Mirror ever. Best case, this is something that Isaac Asimov would have posthumously given his consent to or given his blessing. And I find that the best thing about this film is probably, like you said, the performance of the two leads, Chiwetel Ejiofor and Amelia Clark. I love the interplay between the two of them. And I think that on the surface, what this film is exploring and some of the questions that I think it starts out posing are fascinating. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of devolves into what I thought felt like if Terrence Malick made a movie where they left the script notes in and someone narrated them. (laughs) Shit, yeah. It was an interesting idea. There's a line in this movie where where a friend of Chiwetel Ejiofor and Amelia Clark goes, you know, the uterus is the most political issue Hmm. we've ever had. And I'm just like, no, I can't argue with them. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 I mean, and to see a not too distant future take, it, it, it was interesting. Of course, it, it does have little satirical jabs of our modern society right now. Mm-hmm. Basically, Starbucks for air. Yeah. <laughs> Visiting nature by sitting in a phone booth. <laughs> yeah, and weird fucking personal assistant devices, which, uh, which are just eyeballs that remind me of those fucking straws that used to be from Taco Bell with the eyeball in the middle of it. I don't know why oh my I don't know why that was my immediate thought of it, but it just was. <laughs> so pervasive. The the assistant we have, like Siri is this disembodied voice. We we can speak to our phones, our devices, Alexa and what have you. The the devices they have in here are Eyeballs. Uh, they are like sitting on your table and an eyeball that blinks and looks at you. And it's so pervasive. It, it's seen some shit. Yeah. And, and I, I know. I'm like, that's an, that eye looks like it has gone to war and back. I'm like, it, <laughs> I was laughing so hard at that. It's the second hardest that I laughed at this movie was that eyeball. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't know who in the world would buy something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is more discomforting than the idea of literally being stared at by a disembodied pupil. Uh, the hardest that I laughed was the number of production companies. Oh my that god! Proceeded. I message I message <laughs> the group. I'm like, there. I'm there's like the first two minutes of this is just production company logo, production company logo, production company. Logo. I I'm like. <laughs> It reached a point. I was like, oh, two, three. That's one of these. Four. Oh, my God. Still going. Five? Shut up. How many are on this? There's nine. Take a shot for every production company logo you see. I do not recommend that. You might have to alert your poison control center. Just us talking about that, that eyeball. That's something that they introduce pretty early on. And they drop it in a way where eventually I thought, okay, I think that was just supposed to be some sort of satirical gag. It was supposed to be some kind of riff. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't really serve any other purpose than to just be one of the many, many, many times that this movie says, isn't AI kind of shitty? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One thing that actually anchors this movie is the relationship between Chiwetel Ejiofor and Amelia Clark. Because Mm -hmm. these two, in some philosophical ways, are polar opposites. And, you know, opposites attract and all that. But they they actually make that believable. 
Yeah, they are a believable couple for sure. She works for a tech company that literally develops these yeah. assistants, these eyeball analytical things. And he is a botanist in a world that just finds it easier to replace trees with holograms or synthetic things. So, yeah, yeah. they come from very different worlds. They, they do have their philosophical differences, mm-hmm. but they do work together. They, they do have an honest emotional love for one another which does come through in the movie and at the fervor it develops into like this double turn where suddenly they're flipped on where they stand about the whole pod thing is very fascinating it's some of the be- it's some great character work and yes this is some of amelia clark's best most riveting performance and yeah to what i'll edge you for is always good. I feel like they could have gone a little further with the satire or possibly delved into the premise a little more. Admittedly, some of what we get are some like surface level jokes about our modern society at the moment. And yeah, some of it works, but otherwise it's just like you're not really just saying a whole lot of new things right now. Yeah, when it leans into the conversation of what technology does for us and, and what it's doing against us. When it gets into those areas, it, Absolutely. It's, it's trying to say something and it does a good job. And when it goes into the actual humorous stuff, because there's some uh, s- circumstantial cuteness in here that could elicit some smile and laughter, but those tonal beats, they sort of bump against each other from time to time where – I thought this was going one way at a point. It re- as it was developing in the story, it was either going to get to a very dark place. It was going to go somewhere like AI, artificial intelligence, the Steven Spielberg movie, or it's going to go somewhere a, a little more contemplative and serious like Her and After Yang, or it was going to lean into the ridiculousness that something like Black Mirror elicits. And I never felt like it truly committed to a lane. Because all those ideas are here and they all work, but they bump against each other constantly through this. They do bump against each other. And like you said, Jordan, they don't dive into any of them enough to where you feel like you even understand at the movie's end what its position on this whole thing is. Yeah. I will completely agree with you when you complimented the actors' performances. Like I said, that was my favorite thing about this because the two of them are just so natural. They have a great chemistry. I will say, though, in terms of the characters, I found myself never able to really connect with them on an emotional level. I think that the two of them try their best as performers to bring that about. They do feel like a real couple, but in terms of the lines that they have to deliver, the arguments that they get into, the conflicts they have... I found those to be pretty annoying most of the time because I kept thinking this is a conversation that should have happened well before we walked into this story. Mm-hmm. Like this, you know, this conversation about the two of you not even being on the same page about how you feel about a detached pregnancy. That's a conversation that should have happened well beforehand. Mm-hmm. And if the movie's if the movie wanted to delve into their lack of communication and how that's a problem for the two of them, that would have probably saved that but it kind of doesn't yeah that's the difference between wanting it to be funny satire and serious drama where you could have gone one way or the other and they kept kind of waffling between the two and yeah and you're right it didn't develop them 
truly enough. It didn't develop any of these concepts truly enough to latch onto this for what it was trying to say. Yeah. I see where you're getting at. Thank you. <laughs> and and it's the, the satire and the humor that I, I did enjoy in this. It has one of the most unromantic, unsexy sex scenes of all time. It, it's, <laughs> that, like that scene, it's, it's the conception scene. And I'm, yes, I was very amused by this very clinical explanation of what was happening, the fertilized egg on this big projector board, and this very Karen yeah. of a woman explaining what's happening. And, and I got a good laugh out of like, oh, oh, look, look at all those sperm go. They will all die. Oh, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was funny for half a second until you realize there is no real world, not too distant future or not situation where anyone would have not looked at her and been like, can you please shut up? Like, can you please be quiet? (laughs) Yeah. Corporate shills. I mean, they love their jobs and they love the products they're shilling. (laughs) I mean, they gotta, they gotta keep making the upsell. but, But yeah, it's like. There are some scenes that should have happened, like that, like that discussion about where they are on the deta- on the detached pregnancy, or we could have just seen that confrontation itself mm-hmm. from like you know months ago, before you know where we start the movie. So again, I, I I do think this is an interesting idea, but yeah, they just don't really go too far with it, mm-hmm. and it's only really bolstered up by some really good direction. Mm, yes. And wonderful performances that are honestly pretty exceptional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, aesthetically speaking, this is it's it's well made. This is it's got a yeah. very clear vision of what this future is. It looks like a 100 million dollar movie for the production value that they got out of this and I, I don't know what the budget was on this. I'm not going to look it up. Doesn't matter. It felt big. It felt like a truly realized world. I compared it to her. If mm-hmm. if you told me this took place in the same world, I'd believe it. That we're just like, hey, if uh, if her is East Coast, this is West Coast. And honestly, that I, now that I've said that out loud, it really does feel like the West Coast would be this hippy dippy that all the the waspy women in Beverly Hills would would pod out their babies. This is my au pair. <laughs> this is my nurse. This is my my pod. They did <laughs> say this was in New York. At one point. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, which was which was odd. I was like, nothing about this feels very New Yorkish. Mm. Um, it actually okay, feels... so it's Hamptons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that you hit on something though, which was yeah, I I really appreciated the way that this looked. I thought it looked really beautiful. And suddenly, my question of why there were so many production companies working on this was answered. I'm like, okay, it was clearly because they wanted to present this as a fully realized world. And I thought that they did an amazing job with that visually. I just think that, unfortunately, despite that and how interesting of a concept this is, one that had me thinking the entire way through, like, how do I feel about this? What are the pros and cons of something like this? Because they are well worth discussing, and I could see this definitely being a not-too-distant future reality. It's just, I think that it, it... feels like around maybe two-thirds of the way through, if that, the movie just becomes kind of listless with its story. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, we've 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 spent so much of this kind of expositing our point over and over and over again, and now we're just kind of going through the motions until we get to the end. And by the end, I thought, I just, I don't really know what it is that I was supposed to take away from this other than I saw something that was pretty. Well, why don't you roll that into some final thoughts? Well, let's put a rating on this. 
Because I, I, it's it's hard to tell exactly where we're landing on this, and I'm curious where you might go with it. Well, because I, I do feel very mixed on this in many aspects. Like I said, I think the production value is actually pretty spectacular, and I do think that the performances are fantastic. I like to see Amelia Clark do anything, especially after Game of Thrones fell on its face right before it hit the finish line. <laughs> I think that with as interesting of a discussion of a detached pregnancy like as interesting as I do think that is I feel like the movie in a weird it's kind of clumsy with the way that it actually discusses the pros and cons of it it throws them out there but not in a way where it wants to actually go anywhere with them they're just like well let's just show a scene where the guy's walking around with the pod on his belly and for some reason his wife is is mad about him doing that (laughs) that conflict doesn't carry itself anywhere beyond the end of that scene and it's weird Every scene feels like that. But I do think that if you wanted a very long Black Mirror episode that could lead into you having a far more interesting conversation about it than the movie ultimately goes into, then yeah, probably give us a watch for that. Yeah, you're stealing my notes here, Melina. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> ultimately, yeah, I kind of came away from this feeling a little a little let down. Not like I'd wasted my time, but just thinking, okay, well, I think there was maybe a better and tighter way to do this. Uh, but I get the six out of ten ASMR videos from hell. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I hate someone flittering their fingers <laughs> until I saw this. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way, Melina. I just... Let me crumple this paper, and I'm going to hand this paper to Jordan. It says, Jordan, what's your rating? Go. This is a drawing of a butt. What the? Anyway. Uh, great Foley artist here. I, I thought this movie definitely could have used a little more steam to get it to where it wanted to be so that they could really further explore the ideas. They don't even really touch upon, like, what you know is there still a possibility of a miscarriage could something you know still go wrong like like okay yes you say you can eliminate all the complications of a pregnancy but i but i would really love to see if they really developed it that way like what what were the kinks they had to work out amelia clark is great uh chuedo Ejiofor is great both individually and joins together they're both wonderful they have great chemistry the movie does look great it it, it, cinematography production design visual effects all great and yeah this movie has some genuine laugh out loud laughs like i did catch myself laughing uh, uh a few times at this but i really feel like uh they could have done just a little more to really make this stand out as a fascinating modern sci-fi-ish story. Modern-ish sci-fi <laughs> story. So I'm going to give it six and a half weird eyeball assistance, and that half is like, what? It, 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 it's it's an assistant that just has a late, that, that's just a lazy eye. It's a defective model. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm going to pair some things that were already said. Melina kind of actually literally went through several of my note points, so I don't know. Maybe uh-huh. her, maybe your automation is stealing from my automation. I don't know. Yeah, there. This is the kind of science fiction I enjoy because it explores our humanity as it is. And I think you could take this entire thing and crunch it down to about fifty minutes and have a pretty damn good Black Mirror episode with a not 
wildly depressing ending. So a season four Black Mirror episode. And the performances are good. I, I, there are some fun moments in this. I, there's a sequence where Ali starts connecting with the baby, the pod, where we see yeah. a montage of him being a dad. And it's a, an observation of myself. I think there's something so cute and wonderful about a, a clumsy, uncertain father being very protective of their baby. Like, so fathers, essentially. Yeah, yeah, like fathers, <laughs> like fathers. <laughs> uh, so it's very endearing. And also I another observation of me, I think pregnant women are beautiful. There's something about... The, when you say a pregnant woman is glowing, when you talk about the energy that comes from a future mother, there's something so beautiful about that. And exploring a world where that's going to be taken away, where where it's cell phone babies and tablet babies and, and all that stuff, I, there would be something severely lost. Mm-hmm. And this movie doesn't explore that enough for my tastes. I, they talk about how, oh, the pod babies, they don't dream. That's something we're working out. Oh, here's a dream tablet. They kind of like they keep grazing these really complex scenarios and ideas that have, are coming out of this technology. No, and they just didn't explore it enough. Expand this world into a miniseries and really, really dig deep into the implications of this. So yeah, so then I just sort of land in the middle. This is not a comedy. It's not a serious drama. It's just a soft, sweet movie that is trying to say a few things and ultimately I'm just going to put it right there at a 6 out of 10 superb ovums (laughs) (laughs) well I think I have an answer to your issue Um, TC Jordan if you're wondering how these pods eat and breathe and other science facts (laughs) then just repeat to yourself it's just a show you should really just relax (laughs) (laughs) 